We're taking your questions and talking about kinky. Welcome to the drunken version of BSing with Barrick and Sheba on the Erotic Awakening Podcast. As promised. <laughs> this podcast includes frank discussions of highly sexual topics. If you are offended by this type of content or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. So what is the drink that you have in your hand tonight, Barrick? Uh, tonight I have, this is actually a... High high octane uh, white Russian. It high, is but what do you mean by high octane? High octane. You put gas in that? Pretty much yes. Um, <laughs> no, I have I have a uh, I have a um, uh, three hundred and sixty. It's called three hundred and sixty vodka. It's three hundred and sixty double chocolate vodka, and Ooh, um, double chocolate. You got my attention. Yes, yes, double chocolate vodka, and then I have um, Kahlua, but it's the especial version. These. Yes, it's like it's a special. Like, it's uh, <laughs> seventy proof. It's regular regular uh, Kahlua is forty proof, um, meaning twenty percent uh, alcohol. I think the, you're talking way too well to be drinking what you're drinking. I'm just give it time. Okay, give it time. This is my, <laughs> so far. This is my second one, um, which is basically akin to four shots. So um, I mean, after Wicked, we deserve it. We deserve I, it. I, I think we, and we're going to have some drunken. <laughs> we're going to have yeah, absolutely. So, so, so. We may or may not leave these mics on for it. <laughs> Absolutely. So, what, what are you drinking over there, Shu? Oh, you know how I am. It's pink champagne on ice. Pink champagne. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I feel like there's you a can, song in there somewhere. Yeah, there is. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so if you just uh, bear with us, folks, because if we lose track, you'll know exactly why. Um, <laughs> we lose track, and it's not because of alcohol, though. Well, that's true. That's true. So this should be even more interesting. That's, that's uh, who knows, who knows what's going on. <laughs> so this, uh, this podcast does include frank, drunk discussions <laughs> of God knows what, um, but we'll probably be talking a little bit about kink because we just got back from Winter Wicked, Winter Wicked, uh, 2013. This is our seventh Winter Wicked. No. Yes? No. Yes. No, it's the 7th anniversary. It's the 6th Wicked. Oh, yeah, because the first anniversary wasn't actually a Wicked. Right. It was an actual anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this, this, is, this is the 6th anniversary. We've finally wrapped up most of the paperwork, <laughs> and, uh, and it's uh, late Monday evening, uh, and we, are, we have finally wrapped up a lot of the paperwork, put, put away the, all the registrations. All the costumes are put away. I'm actually yep. in pajamas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and barracks in soft pants. I am in soft pants. <laughs> I'm in soft pants and warm shirt, and I am ready to rock. Mm-hmm. So yes, we have the heater going. We're in the fortress of solitude, <laughs> and uh, God knows what's going to happen. <laughs> should we should we take a question? Or do you want to talk about WW at all? Or do you yeah, wanna, well, well, yeah, well, we could do a question, and then we could talk about right. WW. Okay, we can do a question first, and and we could do a question related to WW. We should. Yeah, we should absolutely. do this question first before yeah. we drink even more. Let's do. Let's do that. Let's do that. <laughs> So, I'm newer to the scene. I just went to WW, and I heard people talking about what happens this coming week. And I want to know, what is this thing they're calling drop? So, let's talk a little bit about con drop or event drop um, or scene drop, whatever you want to call it. Top drop, bottom drop, sub drop. Um, oh, God. Could I just keep going on with different types of drops? Right. I, I like that stop, drop, and lock or whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is it that you do with your ass? Yeah. You want me to show you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, but the people can't see it. Oh, that's... So, so? it would just be for you. I'm okay with that. Okay. I'm all right with that. Are you that? What, what is that called? Stop, drop, and lock, top, And lock. pop. Pop, drop, and lock. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. I don't, I have no idea what that means. One of the, one of the women, uh, friends of mine at work, uh, asked to show me that one time and I was like, yeah, show me. And she's like, oh, well, I got to go do something else. And I never saw her again. So I know I was really excited about it. I was, I had no idea what it meant, but it sounded interesting at least. (laughs) (laughs) Does drop sound nearly as interesting as that? Uh, no, actually, no. Are you, uh, are you, do you, are you having any drop right now? No, I've been too busy to, to, to have drop. I, okay. I do that. I do, do. Well, what I will say is this when, um, when I get drop, I tend to get emotionally labile, you know, like, like, like yesterday, like yesterday as the con was coming down, we were wrapping stuff up and I couldn't find some, some paperwork and I just, you know, and we're, we're looking all over the place and I'm just stressing out about it. And, and I finally find it like right in front of me and, and I just, I just 
like started bawling, you know, and, 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 uh, and, uh, special K who was standing right there just, you know, just like opens her arms up and, you know, like dude does the motherly face. And I'm just like, she's like don't worry, honey. It's, it's just con drop. And I'm like, I know it was funnier than shit. You know, I'm standing there just bawling my eyes out. She's like, it's okay. honey, patting me on the back of the head. Mm-hmm. And, and Sheba said, hurry up. Come on. We got to get out of here. I'm like, okay, honey. Yeah. Cause I don't actually, I don't go through any kind of a, an emotional roller coaster, so to speak. I put other people through that because I become like bitch from hell. Uber bitch. from Yeah. Like yeah. leave me alone for the Monday and Tuesday afterwards. Cause it, and even Sunday night. Yeah. Cause oh, if you come near me, I'm like, get I, the claws come out. Right. I know. You were like that yesterday. Yeah. It, it, you were like that yesterday. We were, it starts on Sunday night after we do the staff meeting. No, it started before the staff meeting. Did it start before? Oh my God, yeah. Wow. Yeah, the girl and I were standing there, and you just walked by, and you know, essentially took a claw, took across a claw across. Just holy crap! I was like, wow, that, was, <laughs> that sucked. Well, <laughs> the, girl, the good news is it, it ends by like Tuesday morning. Oh, yeah. I'm fine. Yeah, hopefully tomorrow. It'll yeah, be but it's done. important to know. I know what that looks like and mm-hmm. how that feels for me, and I also know how it looks and how it feels for you. Mm-hmm. So it's important to. Um, talk about that with your partners or with your friends so that they can can help you see the signs of what's going on with you. Yep. You know, if you become really emotionally labile and you start to cry at the drop of a hat or at the sight of a commercial about the uh, ASAC, what's the doggy one? NLAC. It's where the woman is singing about the angel and there's these little puppies in cages. Oh, the... The uh, ACLU. It is certainly not the NAACP. It's, it's, the, it's the ACLU. It's the. It's the. It's the. What the hell's the name of that? Okay. Too bad we it's can't take It's the ASPCA. That's what it it's is. It's the ASPCA. I knew it had some kind Fucking of. Fucking all those goddamn letters. Yeah. I don't care. It's your shit. I don't know. It had some vowels and consonants together right, right. that represent puppies in cages. Right. So anyway, if you cry to that kind of stupid shit, or um, if you're feeling really bitchy and really like your skin is. Really really thin and people are like right there on your last fucking nerve for the first couple days afterwards. That's what drop looks like and feels like for certain people. And it happens to both tops and to bottoms. And it obviously happens to our cats as well because one just hissed at the other one. They are not happy. I know. know. (laughs) They're hanging out. They're having con drop as well. Right. Because they got locked out in the garage while we Absolutely. were gone. <laughs> well, I mean, Condrop for me goes, goes a couple different ways. It's like, it's like one of those things where, you know, it's such a huge high. And I mean, for me, like that con gear up, the con run up starts like almost a month out, you know? So, so by the time the event hits, my, 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 my entire run up is peaking, mm-hmm. you know, and the day after it's all done. And I, I'm, I, you know, all of the hard work that you and I've done is, is like, it's over and I can relax and I, you know, and I just, my body just releases that energy and, and whether it's <clears throat> crying or, you know, uh, eating or, 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 you know, napping, just napping right. Napping's, you know, I mean, I remember when we got home from, from WW, uh, yesterday, um, <clears throat> literally I, I was in the shower for like five minutes right. and when I had gotten into the shower, he was just sitting on the edge of the bed, reading over some stuff on FetLife. Mm-hmm. And I came out of the shower five minutes later and he is snoring his ass off in the bed. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. The girl was sitting in the chair and uh, you were in the shower and I just said, you know, I was typing, I was, I was leaning over my pillow typing and I, I, I just, I couldn't see it. I couldn't even see it anymore. My eyes were so blurry. So I moved the computer over and I was, I put my head down on the pillow for a second. I was so tired and I reached back for my blankets and all of the clothes that I had packed for wicked were lying on the edge of the bed and I couldn't pull my blanket free. And I, but so I was, he gives the girl this pitiful look. <laughs> like, Please come and move these. Right. And of course she got up and. Tucked him in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was, I, I mean, it wasn't even 30 seconds. And, and then all of a sudden she's waking me up and it's an hour and a half later. I was, mm-hmm. I was, I was totally exhausted. I was just so exhausted. Yeah. So, um, you know, and, and, and con drop happens like that. Con, con drop will sneak up on you and all of a sudden, you know, hit you in the back of the head. It's wham. Yeah. You know, and whether it's the emotional ability, whether it's the exhaustion, whether it's the... I know. think I'm just pissed off at the world because I can no longer dress up and, and prance around mm-hmm. and, and silly little princess outfits, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, and, yeah. and I'm not, and I'm no longer around, you know, 400 of my closest friends that I can be 
exactly yeah. who I am. Yep. Yep. You know, I, you know, I'm pissed off that I have to tuck that back down yep. inside, you know, out in the vanilla world. So, yeah, it's, it's cause it's so freeing to be, especially at an AIS event where it's, where everything is acceptable. Well, most things are acceptable and it's, and it's, you can be exactly who you are and, and loved and cared for and admired for exactly the person you want to be, you know, and, and there's no judgment and it's, and it's totally wonderful. So, so yeah, then you get back to the world where you have to put on this, you know, suit and tie or whatever your, your armor is for the day and, and, and tuck away that, that, that sexy, magical mystery character that comes out at, at, uh, at the events. So, so yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about what we got going on. What do we got? Hold on. Let me get because another, a good way. Uh, let me get another drink here. Okay. So a good way to help yourself get over a con drop is to contact um, the people who were at the event with you or your close friends who can help you and talk you through it. Another mm-hmm. great way is to come out and be with that group of people again so you can feel that energy mm-hmm. as soon as possible. Yep. And to that end, we just happen to know a place where you can do that this Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so come on out to the meet and greet. Uh, it's going to be at 8 Ball starting at 8 p.m. And uh, the 8 Ball uh, Sports Bar and Billiards Hall is at... Uh, is on Morris Road in in uh, Columbus, uh, in between um, somewhere in between Ta- Carl and Cleveland, uh, on the left hand side of the Morris Center Plaza. Um, anyway, it, it it's eight ball. It's just the eight ball. Right, and you can link to it from either my Fat Life page mm-hmm. or from Barrick's Fat Life page. There's a there's a link that says we're going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so join us because we're you know it's it's a wonderful place to to kind of re. Slow down the drop, so to speak. You know, you can you can talk to the people that you um, that you love and care about that you met this weekend. You can also the, another another way to um, like like she was saying is that um, when you experience drop, a good thing is to reach out to those people that you mm-hmm. um, that you played with. Make sure they're okay. Make sure you're okay. Just re just touch base. Mm. Yeah, sometimes as you know, when I top somebody, I just need to reach out and touch base with that person and make sure I'm okay. Make sure I'm not as bad of a person as I'm making myself out to be inside my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know, and that they liked it. And that, you know, while they're laying in bed before they go to sleep, they push on the bruises that I gave them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or they let someone else do it. <laughs> so just know that the drop happens to everybody. I mean, we've been we've been in the scene for a decade or so, and it, it, it's still it's high energy events. It still happens, you know. So give yourself give yourself the the space and, and time to uh, to experience that, and don't make any really big decisions. You know, don't move out to Alaska and work <laughs> on the pipeline, or you know, don't start going to storage facilities and bidding on. Bidding on bidding on storage lockers that you have no fucking clue what's in there. So, Mm -hmm. you know, God knows. What else is going on around Central Ohio right now? Well, there's a shitload. Yeah, there's a there's a boatload. I mean, just AIS alone. You know, we have we have the meet and greet this Friday. Uh, Next Tuesday on the twelfth, February the twelfth. There's something in between there. Oh yeah, yeah. There's the Central Ohio Rope Group. Mm-hmm. Central Ohio Rope Group is this on Sunday. the 10th this Sunday. Um, I'm not sure who the uh, who the who the guest presenter is this time. I'm not sure either. Yeah, but uh, but take a look on the Central Ohio Rope Group uh, Fat Life page. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't really been paying attention because we are looking forward to a vacation. Yep, we're going away. We're going away this weekend. Guess where we're going? I don't know. You know where we're going. We're going to NOLA. We're going to Mardi Gras. Yeah, we're going to Mardi Gras. <laughs> well, because, yeah, we're going from someplace where people can take their clothes off and show you their boobs to someplace where people can take their clothes off and show you their boobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, okay, okay, okay. Hold up just a second. We're going with your parents. Yes, and I, if my mom starts showing her boobs, uh, you have to turn your head. I won't turn my head. I'm going to get in the car and come home. <laughs> <laughs> There's some, there's some, there are some things that no amount of al- drugs or alcohol or anything, no amount, there is no such thing as brain bleach. I will, I will forever see your mom's breasts in my mind and I will be forever scarred. Forever scarred. I will be forever scarred. I, will, I, will, I won't be able, able to have sex for months. <gasps> 
Uh, that's okay. I have other partners. I know. <laughs> it's a good thing about being poly. Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> So you were talking about the TNG thing that was yeah. going on on February 12th. Right, right. So we have the TNG meet and greet. So if you are 35 or under or your partner is 35 or under and uh, you want to come out and meet a whole bunch of great uh, kinky people uh, to the TNG, the next generation, which is the uh, younger generation, uh, 19 through 35 are welcome at the Union Station. Mm-hmm. Uh, right there on North High Street. Right there on North, North High Street. And um, it's a great time. So that's, that's Tuesday, February 12th. Then... On the 21st of February is the New to Kink group. Mm-hmm. So if you've been in the local scene uh, for less than, if you've been in the scene period for less than six months to a year, um, you can come on out and learn some of the basic uh, ways of interacting with the uh, with the community so that you can, um, I don't know, survive. <laughs> survive flourish. and flourish. Survive you know, and, and flourish. understand what's going on mm-hmm. and get, you know, a really good education as you're coming into it sure. so that you understand what it is that you're seeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we also have the uh, Switch Roundtable is going to be meeting at the room on February 26th. Mm-hmm. So, um, And you can find a link to that from my Fat Life page as well as from the AIS main page. Can you take another question? We can take another question. Let's take another one. Um, okay. Uh, we are a big fan of pervertible. Uh, for per- we have a big. Come on, say it. You can do it. We are a. Take another drink and then say it. Okay, hold on. Here, I'll bullshit for a little while. Okay, bullshit, 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 bullshit. Drink. Come on. Drink, 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 drink. <laughs> All right, we are big fans of pervertibles. As it, you know, it's grammatically was incorrect, so it freaked me out. Oh. Yeah. So we are. Bi- <laughs> we are. It's like we are a big fan. It's like I. We are the Lone Ranger. <laughs> we are Borg. <laughs> right, whatever. We are a big fan of pervertibles. We are big fans of pervertibles as opposed to items whose sole intent is as a sex toy. We'd be interested. It goes from we to I'd. My gosh. <laughs> Who is asking this fucking question? Gosh. Get your pronouns correct. My God. <laughs> Don't make me come through this mic at you. <laughs> I'd be interested to have ideas from you and Sheba the next time you're having a discussion related to toys. So what do we use for pervertibles? First I want to ask if sole intent is as a sex toy. So that would mean dildos. Not necessarily. Butt plugs? See, there's two. Vibrators? Yep. Okay. Spatulas? No. That's a pervertible. Ah, okay. Yeah. Now, Now I'm following you. Okay. You know, or like, uh, for instance, there was somebody who found out this weekend that a uh, nice metal water pitcher could be used as a spanking implement. Pervertible. Pervertible. Absolutely. I mean, we've used a whole shitload of stuff. I mean, just this weekend, people were screaming about how the hotel was kind of them to give them pervertibles (laughs) in their room. Yes. Someone introduced me to their pervertibles, Mm -hmm. which I threw across the floor when they brought those fuckers out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yep. Just so you know, what we're talking about, the uh, hotel leaves clothespins in the in the room specifically so that... Two per room, because mm-hmm. there two are two room. nipples on most people. Right. No. <laughs> and so and so somebody goes into their room and they're like, oh, that's the hotel's getting into it. No. The hotel was not getting into it. They were trying to leave those so that you can shut your curtain and right. hold and it shut. Right. And they were too cheap to just get binder clips. Right. <laughs> But I could use binder clips on someone's nipples. I wouldn't yeah. have a problem with that. Well, I know you wouldn't. <laughs> I know you wouldn't. Youch. So we've used a shitload of stuff that's pervertible. I mean, pretty much anything. I used Shiva's shoes. Yes. You know, I beat you with your own shoe. That's true. Um, I used a wood... But I got a new pair of shoes out of it. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I used a wooden spoon. I've used a kitchen knife. I've used... Uh, I mean, the kitchen is full of pervertibles. Oh, absolutely. You know? You can from anything from a from a saucepan to an iron skillet to a spatula to a oh yeah those iron skillets got a lot yeah, of thud to them. They have a lot of thud. <laughs> they got a lot of thud. <laughs> then you go out to the garage. There was a there was a gentleman uh, at um, at Wicked this weekend who was carrying around a sledgehammer. I mean, a, a like a full size eight pound sledgehammer. And I'm like, where are you going with that? And he goes, I'm going to beat this girl with it. And I'm like, no dead here. <laughs> One of our rules, no dead. No dead. And he's like, she'll be fine. And I'm like, fine with me. Okay. Moving on. And there were no broken bones. Right. So. Yeah. I don't, you know, I mean, if you want to hit somebody with a sledgehammer and they can take it, more power to you. Yeah. 
You know, I've used uh, I've used talk nine, about a bruised cunt. Ow. Oh yeah, I've used regular nine volt batteries. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've used uh, pliers. Mm-hmm. I've used um, you've used sporks. I've used sports. <laughs> I have used sports. Ooh, you know, one time, what time uh, uh, at a at a sex club, I used I used a spork and a towel. <laughs> I used a plastic spork and a towel. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else did I use this weekend? Pistachios. Pistachios. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We won't talk about that. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. You don't want to talk about that. <laughs> um, let's see what else have I used? Anything you can get your hand on. Pretty much. You can use as a pervertible. Yeah. I mean, if you want some really great pervertibles, go to the, go to the, like the guitar center or a percussion store or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they've got, they've got drumsticks, they've got beaters, they've got all kinds of great stuff that you can beat people with. Um, there's. You could go to the dollar store and get just as many great things to hit someone with. Absolutely. And just as many things that you can insert into them. Mm-hmm. Just the other day I was at Sam's Club and they sell these huge, long, round, Things filled with ground beef that you just are oh supposed right to right 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 hamburger right. slices oh yeah you could hit the hell out of somebody with that well you could hit the hell out of somebody with that or you could put a dildo on it or put a wrapper on it exactly and insert that. put a little lube on it and go I wild. threatened to do that but I know a vegan who you should do that to <laughs> 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 could you imagine the the horror and shock of a vegan with a roll of ground beef sticking out of their claw oh, yeah. oh my god that's actually perfect. I can yeah. I like that. Use that. Mm-hmm. Use that because the because the one <laughs> the one and the three pound versions probably will fit. I think another thing I'm going to do is use a a loaf of French bread mm-hmm. with a condom over it oh, to yeah. fuck one of these gluten free bitches. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's fantastic. I know just the bitch. I know just the bitch. I know. Actually, I know two or three. Do you? <laughs> and one of them. Happens to be related to the podcast producer. Ooh. <laughs> hey, Dawn, we got some gluten for you, baby. <laughs> Take my gluten, bitch. <laughs> so anyway, to that end, anything can be perverted, even mm-hmm. a loaf of bread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Just look around, you know, just look around. And if you can, you know, if you can get swing with it, the main thing you want to worry, the main thing you worry about is if it can break, right. You know, and how much you value it. And then, um, you know, what the impact potential is of it. Right. So, yeah. Cause if you want to squeak someone out, you could use, you know, the ashes from an urn, <laughs> but if you value that, <laughs> you, you may not you want to. <laughs> But I know someone who actually threatened to do that shit. Yep. Okay, so um, I know that I don't have a segue for this, but here we go. Segue, segue. Segue, segue. Isn't There's that the, more aren't those, to hear. Those, aren't those, aren't those, aren't those, those things? Those Maybe we could do that while we're down there. In what, Nola. in NOLA? Go on a segue love, tour? Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd I've be always really wanted cool. to use one of those I would love things. to go through like the, the, the French The French Quarter. Quarter. Yeah, yeah. Get some beignets. Mm. Mm, fresh beignets. Mm. If you don't know what a beignet is, beignet is like <laughs> beignet, a beignet is like a donut that's in a triangle. No, it's in a it's diamond shaped. It's and like it's freshly cooked and warm, right. and then just thrown into a big huge pile of powdered sugar. Well, yeah. What they what they, what they do is they fill up this bag, the bottom of this bag, with powdered sugar, and then they throw these fresh beignets straight straight from the fryer into the bag and shake it all up and hand it to you. Mm. And it's like. It's like heaven on your tongue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a greasy, melty, sweetie, sugary. melty, sugary. <laughs> oh, man. It's pretty good. It's, it's pretty what good. I wish boy cum tasted like, right. but it doesn't. And that's why that shit doesn't go in my mouth. Yep. Anyway, segue, segue. <laughs> There's more here on the Erotic Awakening Podcast Network. Each week, you can listen to the original Erotic Awakening Podcast with Dan and Dawn. It's an educational and entertaining exploration of all things erotic. And once monthly, you can catch a special episode of EA hosted by Lee Harrington. Are we having Lee out soon? We talked about it, right? Um, actually, somebody was telling me, I forget who it was, but the, somebody was telling me that um, uh, Lee was poking at him. But we're going to see Lee in a month and a half. We're, we're, um, we're actually... Uh, this is another place we're headed out to. We're going to Kinkfest in Portland, Oregon. We're uh, they, so they've, if you're uh, out there in Portland, Oregon, make sure you come out and see us. Absolutely, say hi, gra- grab a hold of Sheba, and I don't know, 
say <laughs> And what? <laughs> and get her consent for more. Her- <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, we're going to be out in Portland, Oregon. Uh, the people from Kinkfest are bringing us out to do uh, three classes. We're going to do What the Woo. We're going to do Bratting, and we're going to do... Uh, ouch is not a safe word, I think. Oh, or, no, that we, means we get to play punt the cunt. Well, yeah, we're do, we might be doing Rackham and Smackham. I don't know why. We're doing either ouch is not a safe word or we're doing an implac play workshop and okay. they're, and they're somewhat similar. So, okay. so, uh, we'll, we'll definitely get to do punt the cunt. Okay. And, um, um, so we're gonna, I'm, I'm really excited. We've been wanting to go out there for about a year and a half mm-hmm. now. And, uh, we'll, we'll be in Boss Bondage's backyard. Really? His actual backyard? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. He moves around a bit. He, well, he's a he's a mustachioed dude. If you look out your back window and you see us <laughs> in your backyard, right. don't no. be afraid. No. So come on out to Kickfest. I know that uh, tickets are on sale there, and um, and it's 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 guaranteed to be a good time. They got a great big hotel that I think is all theirs, and I'm 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 really interested to get up there. I haven't, we haven't been up we haven't been up we haven't been presenting up um, up in that corner. We've been down to San Francisco or San Diego, but. Anyway. 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 Next question. Next question. (laughs) Here it goes. Here it goes. During SM scenes, I have just been taking it until I break down and sob. Okay, so this person is bottom. Mm -hmm. They've just been taking what? It says just been taking it. Whatever it is, this bottom is taking it. Well, apparently somebody's giving it to her. Yes, or him. Or them. My gut tells me that I have to just take it for his sake, ah. for his pleasure, and that I'm not allowed to cry out, scream, or curse. Is this silly or what? Well, you know, just the way they ended it should tell them yes. what their answer is. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't ask us, is this silly or what, unless you realize. It's already silly. You Just how silly you're being. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I would say, here's the thing. I, we, we wrote an article a little while ago that was something to the effect of good submissives should shut up and take it. Not <laughs> right. Remember that? Yes, Remember that article? Yeah. sub when you need her? I don't know. Super sub. Super, 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 super sub. Um, uh, we wrote an article about that, um, not so long ago. And I think it's still on our, um, I think it's probably still on the AIS website. So if you if you want to go looking for it, that's uh, adventuresinsexuality.org, and then scroll down to the bottom of the scene, uh, the, the page where the library is, and you'll find uh, the Barak and Sheba articles there. And it says, good submissions should not just take it, not, not. whatever, something like that. And um, and uh, uh, that, that gives you a, a better, a better um, grasp of, of, of our views of it. Um, but for the sake of this, this podcast, if you uh, are illiterate and can't read or don't have access to the internet, um, let's we'll, we'll go over it real quick. Um, I've totally lost track of where we are. <laughs> have another drink. <laughs> I am just taking it, damn it. <laughs> um, I have never just taken it. No, no, uh-uh. no, no. no. I are- either am verbally. Saying something or physically doing something. That's why brat play is who I am and what I do. Because I, I'm not a person who will just get up onto a cross and let you beat the hell out of me. I will try to make it difficult. I will try to make you earn it. Because I think that tops, when they do earn it, feel like they've, you know, they've reached that pinnacle of I'm king of the mountain. Look what I did. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, what's your thought? You don't really bottom. Uh, not often. Except to me. Not really often. When I'm sitting on your face. Well, no, I bottom to you when uh, a lot in a lot of sexual uh, uh, connotations, you know, which is fucking fantastic, <laughs> right? I love, I love. Yeah, I mean, you know, people think. But you don't just take it. No, I don't know. Not often. No. Not often. No, you move your tongue around a lot. Yeah, I move my tongue around <laughs> a lot, and I, I moan a bit, and I, I, uh, I certainly uh, thrust my hips a bit. Um, <laughs> But the thing about it is, it's whatever your authentic self says to do. You know, if somebody's trying to quit uh, as a top, when I when I top, um, especially uh, I I primarily top in in, in SM scenes uh, because I really don't like pain very much. Um, but even if there's even if I just want them, my bottom to take it, and I want them to accept that pain and process that pain, um, I want some kind of response to that. I want them to scream. I want them to 
call me a name. I want them to, you know, say whatever it is they need to or do whatever it is they need to or make that sound that helps them process that pain. Because once they do that and then they relax back into their body, then I can fucking hit them again Mm -hmm. and get another response. And that builds that circle that keeps that energy going you know it makes me want to do it again you know to elicit that really sexy response of that scream and that eye contact that tells me i hit the spot Mm -hmm. you know and now they're processing that and they're giving that pain to me yep you know i i i I tell you i did that twice this weekend once um once was with the girl right where um you know i would i would hold up i had that that Really great slapper. Speaking of with that really great slapper, uh, shout out to uh, uh, Leatherthorn, uh, who is a uh, paddle maker down from Kentucky Way. Came up to vend at um, at Winter Wickedness. Dude, you make some fan freaking tastic paddles. I, I bought a little uh, slapper paddle from him, and I carried it around in, in my waistband all freaking weekend, slapping the fuck out of people. And it was fantastic. I, I would buy from this guy anytime. So if a shout-out to you, Leatherthorn. You can look him up, or, or if you will contact me, I'll give you his, his web address. Um, and uh, his stuff is really great, and it's fairly cheap. So I'm going to endor- give him one endorsement. And I want to give another endorsement in a minute. But... Um, the, uh, like when I was holding on to the girl's breast, right. And I was looking in her eyes and I would say, say yes. And she would whisper yes. And I said, say yes. As I was slapping her breast with that, with that, um, with that slapper. And it was just so great because it was, it was call and response. Right. And, and sometimes as a response, I like to tell them exactly how I want them to respond. Mm-hmm. But most of the time I like that authentic giving of whatever it is that's going to come out of their mouth or whatever their body is going to do as far as a reaction. Um, but yeah, sometimes I do like to, this is what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to say, thank you, ma'am. May I have another? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's also fun. Yeah. And, and I, I, I did another scene with, uh, with, uh, a, a, a young, a young luscious lady who, um, I would grab a hold of her breast and I, I would say, this is going to hurt a lot ready and she would start giggling and backing up and so i would and, and then she would hold up her hand i said put your hand down this is going to hurt a lot ready and she'd giggle and she'd put up her hands i'd put your hands down or it'll hurt more this is going to hurt a lot ready one and she put up her and so it kept going in the circle where she was getting more nervous and more nervous and more giggly as i was doing this and i was basically walking her backward as i was saying this over and over and she was never sure when the hell i was going to hit her and it was just so much fun mm-hmm. you know because we both derived so much energy from the anticipation right and it is hot as a top mm-hmm. when you ask them to give that vulnerability when you ask them to move your hands so mm-hmm. that I can hit a certain part of their body, yep. you know, and they may resist at first, you know, but then when you make that eye contact and they finally put their hands up and they give you that moment of vulnerability, yep. you know, and then in, re- in return, you give them that pain to process mm-hmm. for you, yep. you know, and I think that that's, it's a really hot cycle that you go through with your bottom. Yeah. Yeah. I, did, I you know, that's one of the things it's, uh, so it's someday when I retire from nursing, um, we're gonna we're gonna own a house that just throws parties every other night. Because no, I think that we need to talk about our retirement home. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. You mean the one we were planning? I'm with just the- putting it out there to the kinky community right now. Yeah. We need to buy out a retirement home and mm-hmm. make it a retirement home for the kinky. Right. And that everyone who works there needs to be a kinky fuck who's currently doing their thing in the scene. Mm -hmm. And this will be a place for all of us to come and retire together so that we can have stupid little games for us when we're wheeling ourselves down the hallway or walking around on our little walkers, you know, whatever. And like like a little independent village for kinky people. Right. (laughs) You know, where where the entire village is is just kinky people. And you have to be, you have to have been in the scene for at least a year or so and and been really kinky and and, so. So that you, so that your apartment is serviced by whoever, and then there's a, uh, there's some kind of 
day playroom or whatever. Or, you know, that's, that's really an actual right. playroom with actual with, playroom. with AIS Kink uh-huh. Labs furniture and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That that is that yeah. That's a, that would be something. I'd that's really our retirement get. plan. Right. Our, our our retirement plan is to buy a place like this and then rent it out to all all the kinky folk uh-huh. and nobody who's not kinky is allowed to come. And I mean, I'm sure we'll make Oprah or some shit like that. There'll be like news crews coming in. The old and kinky. Here we are in central Ohio with. The old and kicky fucks at home. You know? I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Do we want to take one more question? What time? Do we have time to take one more yeah, question? Yeah, yeah, we go. With, Are you sure? Yeah. What, wait, which one did you want to take? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? We did that one. We did that one. Oh, ooh, here's one. Okay. Oh, it's another one of those people who are new to the kink scene. There's a lot of new people in the kink scene. I like that. Well, I mean, I'll tell you. That, I do like first that, blood. Oh well, I'll tell you that. Remember that uh, new, new, new uh, first timers class. Mm, first timers class. Huge. We had like 80 people. And in really, that. they were actually new. Yeah. There was only a few of them that were repeat people. We were like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, what yeah, are you doing? The fuck are you? Yeah. They were poaching. Oh, is that what they were doing? That's, yeah, they're chicken hawking. Uh, you know what I think we should do? I think we should bring one of those like underwater spear guns. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so the next time they come in, we get to spear them. <laughs> <laughs> you sir, you're not belong here. Spear. <laughs> and the alcohol has taken over. Right. I'm kind of new to the kink world. I've only been involved for eight months. My wife of many years has also agreed to be my submissive. She has this fantasy of double penetration or two guys at one time, don't we all? I am conflicted. I want to support her, but I am not sure I want another person's hands on her. So my question is this, when you are involved in something like this, did you feel jealousy? We are pretty secure in our relationship, but I want other opinions and reassurance that it's possible to do this. Well, let's start out with, with getting that all on the table. We've, we've been poly since the onset of our relationship. Um, 12. Oh my God. It's going to be 13 years. No, it's longer than that. No. No. We met. I met you in the summer of two thousand. You met me in the summer of oh, of of oh nine, of no of 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 ninety nine. No, I yes. met you in the summer of two thousand. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, yeah, you didn't. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> no, because I'm pretty sure. <laughs> huh? Okay, whatever. We can't remember when the hell our anniversary is. How right. in the hell are we supposed to remember when we actually met? <laughs> I thought but was, I do remember the circumstances, honey. Yeah, I do too. Okay. So, um, well, I mean, we've and and here's the thing: whatever you're doing in a in a poly, whether it's you know poly for play or poly for um, you know relationship or poly for sex or whatever, you know, whether however you open up your relationship and whatever that you say the parameters of, there's always going to be some feelings. There's always going to be some kind of feelings about about. Um, uh, jealousy? About jealousy. And, and I think that no matter what, you're going to run into that. And people who tell you you're not are, are full of shit. Yeah. Or are, or, or are, um, what's that word? You know, when you push stuff down deep inside you and I don't know, whatever. In denial? Possibly. <laughs> that could have been it. And, and, and yeah, but repressing. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They're repressing. They're repressing those emotions. And, and because... And it's uh, what we'll tell you is it's okay to feel jealousy. Yeah, you know the it's difference just another is another emotion. It's yeah, it's just another thing that you feel. And the thing is, when you start to express it in negative ways, in passive aggressive ways. I mean, if you're to- like, here's the thing: we, we, uh, Shiva and I, even now, there are some things that happen where we get little pangs of jealousy. It's, it's. I mean, we've been together now for for somewhere above twelve years, and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we don't know exactly where, but some, somewhere above twelve years, there's still always going to be these little pangs of 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 feelings, whether it's jealousy, envy, you know, some kind of. But the difference is, we know how to express it in a positive way. We go to each other and say, "Hey, I'm feeling this particular emotion. I'm feeling jealous. I was feeling jealous when you blah blah blah. I I have these feelings of jealousy." When this occurred, you're not blaming the other person. I never blame Shiva for my feelings of jealousy. They're my feelings. I own them, right? They occurred to me because I was triggered when a certain something happened, right? They're not Shiva. Shiva wasn't setting out to do this to me, right? 
they're, those are, they're, they're my feelings and I take full responsibility for them. The thing about it is how we express them is what makes our relationship healthy or unhealthy, right? If we repress those emotions and, 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 and don't, and act on, and act on them, um, unconsciously and it becomes a, a this passive aggressive bullshit that that undermines the relationship that's the problem mm-hmm. right if you express them honestly even if you fight about it you know you're getting it and out sometimes there sometimes a good fight is really fun oh yeah you know and 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 don't ever you know don't ever repress a fight if you're angry express your anger if you're you know but don't attach it and don't blame the other person for your emotion mm-hmm. you know that's a big key to it own your emotions they're yours and um, so I have no idea why, where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. Um, but you were talking about yeah, the, double penetration, the jealousy part of it. Yeah, the thing about it is, it's it's always it's always um, you know it's always they, they they talk about communication being the key, and and communication not only. Uh, with your partner, but with yourself, you're, 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 you want to be able to express what you're feeling and why, right? Because traditionally, jealousy happens when somebody is receiving something that you wanted and didn't express it, so you didn't get it, and then it becomes resentment, and then you know, so jealousy, the jealous feelings, when repressed, becomes uh, resentment, and then it becomes a rift and a, and a and a and a wedge in your relationship. That unless you solve, starts into aggressive or passive aggressive situations, where eventually it'll destroy the relationship. It'll start eroding the 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 the, um, the foundation of the relationship, and 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 you shouldn't let that happen. Mm-mm. So um, the first thing you sh- you should do is if you haven't talked to her about this, um, you definitely should. Speak to her about it and speak to her about your feelings honestly and openly and tell her, you know, you'd like her to have this, this fantasy that she wants to have and, um, ask her to, who, to, um, to allow you to have this moment, you know, that you need in order to process it and figure out what it is that you need from her scene or from her fantasy in order to make it okay for you. You know, so, so look inside yourself and figure out what is it that's going to make that okay? Is it going to make it okay to do this with a complete and total stranger? Is it going to make it okay to make sure that you do it with someone who is your best friend, that you're not worried about him coming into your relationship and fucking it up? Is it better that you do this with a single guy who you meet at a swing club? Or is it better to do this with someone who is in, um, a married um, couple that you know both partners and that you feel comfortable with them. Um, figure out how it is, you know, what kind of partner you're looking for to help her complete this fantasy that she wants and what's going to make you the most comfortable. And then take that to her, you know, and let her know, I really want you to have this, but here are my boundaries around doing this with you. You know, it is okay to have boundaries. It is okay to say no. It is okay to say, I need this. You know, in order to make it okay for me, you, you have needs too, not just your partner. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't, you shouldn't have to, you shouldn't have to sell out your own self. You know, you shouldn't have to give away yourself or, or as, or as Sheba frequently puts it, give your ass away, um, in order to satisfy your partner. You know, relationships are give and take. And sometimes you, you, your partner has something that they, they really desire, and you may want to um, compromise in some way that, okay, so you can have this if I can have this. Or, or you know, you negotiate around it and say, and say, okay, so this is how this is going to make me feel. So in order for you to have this, like she said, you have to have certain conditions. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we used to, when we first opened up our relationship... Um, Sheba hadn't been doing poly as long as I had, and, and I hadn't been doing poly in an open, honest way. You know, my poly was more, more about, was more like, okay, so I'm dating other people, and that's how I phrased it. You know, it wasn't all about, okay, so here's these relationships I have, and this is why, and you need to know about them. And, and I'd like you to meet partner A. Right, right, right. Or, right, right. And so... When Sheba and I started um, creating relationship agreements, it, it was it was slow but sure. And we te- even now we have a more conservative poly. You know, we have a little more conservative. We we talk about this now and then that we have a more conservative poly than than some other people. But here's the thing: conservative. You, you can call it conservative all you want. We love each other and we want to end up together for the rest of our lives. And we recognize that fact. You know, we 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 start the discussion with. 
I love you and I want to stay with you for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. This is also what I would like. Right. You know, so it, and so what it, can we do? Right. Together. You know, together to make this a reality. Mm-hmm. To make mm-hmm. this fantasy, whatever it is, a reality. Um, and so, so start from the base of your relationship and make sure the foundation of your relationship is solid. Because if you, if your relationship isn't, isn't on a, on a solid foundation or a solid footing, it, you're fucked. <laughs> you're fucked. You know, because trust isn't there. And, right. and trust is one of the things that needs to be there for you to be able to open up your relationship. Yeah. I say the three tenets of doing poly are trust, respect, and love. And, and they go in that order for me. You know, I have to be able to trust, mm-hmm. you know, the person or persons that I'm in a poly relationship with, you mm-hmm. know, second to that, I have, it has to be a person that I can respect. You know, um, they have to be living their life accountably. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, you know, comes a level of, of love. Mm-hmm. Yep. But without the first two. I, I couldn't love a person if I couldn't trust them or respect them. Yep. Yep. And I and I'm I'm not necessarily that way. I can love somebody without without trusting or respecting them. Uh. I can't, uh, you know, I can't be with them if I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't stay with them. You know, because there are people that I love that I don't trust or respect. But for me, love is not a. It's hard for me to get rid of love. You know, once I love somebody. It's hard for me to stop loving them even when I ha- I hate them or don't like them mm. anymore. You know, love for me is like, it's like a switch that flips. And it's hard for me to fall out of love or or stop loving somebody. Huh. You know, I don't know what the, I don't, I've never really known a, what that's about. But I, you know, for me to be in a relationship, I have to have that love first and then the, the respect and then the trust. Yeah. You know, but you don't get it all without until you get to the trust part. Right. You know. So, and part of that trust part is knowing that you can come to your partner and say, "Hey, I'm having pangs of jealousy." Yeah, oh, totally. You know? And I think this is what's causing it. Mm-hmm. You know, and can you can you know can you just listen to me while I talk about it and and let you know how I feel? Yeah, yeah. And that's the big thing when the when your partner comes to you and says, "Hey, I need to I need to um, you know I need to I need to know I need to I need to tell you something." It's very important that you actually listen. And not try to fix it and not try to change it or not try to make it right. Just listen mm-hmm. and, and let the person uh, finish uh, completely explaining exactly how they feel. And then when it's all done, you repeat back what you've heard. You know, you, you say, okay, so this is what I've heard you say, blah, blah. And you, you know, summarize it in a sentence or two. And then from there, once you get it right, you get what you've actually heard them say is the same as what they've actually said from there. You can give your feedback if they're, if they're asking for it, mm-hmm. you know, if they're not asking for it, don't offer it. Mm-hmm. You know, if they just wanted to tell you to tell you then, you know, and I, I'm guilty of that plenty of times when, when she becomes to me, when she becomes to me and, uh, and does whatever, uh, I I'll say, you know, here, let me fix it. And she doesn't always want me to fix it. She wants me to listen. I normally don't want him to fix it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like most other girls out there who are like, you know what? I realize it's a guy thing to want to fix shit, mm-hmm. but we don't really need that. Yep. You know? <laughs> so anyway, I want to, I want to, um, so back to the question real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, as far as the, the double penetration and the two guys at one time, um, I would say again, you know, figure out what it is that you need. You know, and maybe it is that you don't want to do a double penetration with two guys. Maybe you need that other partner to be a girl with a strap on to make you comfortable the first time. Mm -hmm. You know, talk about what it is that you need, you know, bring that to her, tell her how you're feeling and be honest about it. You know, it's important for the intimacy of your relationship that you be honest and communicate with her about how you're feeling because you'll never get to a point where you're okay with her fantasies being lived out unless you're able to do that, you know, and Vice versa, you're stealing that from your relationship and from her. You're taking away the power that you have to say, hey, I have this fantasy, mm-hmm. you know. So if we do this for you, you know, next, you know, do we get to fulfill one of my fantasies? You know, it's important, that communication, that honesty, that openness. Um, and yes, 
Sometimes it doesn't feel good. Sometimes the truth hurts, you know, but you can get through that, you know, a relationship with a steady foundation, you know, of communication and trust can get you through anything. Mm -hmm. Too true. Too true. All right. All right. All right. So there's more to hear on the Erotic Awakening no, podcast. No, I already no. that. Oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here we go again, folks. Here we go. It's time for a third drink, isn't it? I think so. I think so. So, um... That's I, it. I know. I just want to make one more shout-out. do. I do. There was a gentleman um, who I contacted about three weeks ago, and his name on FetLife is Viper, V-I-P-E-R, uh, underscore zero zero one. And uh, Viper uh, made a whip for me. And he made this gorgeous, gorgeous whip for me and sent it to me. And let me tell you, just a shout out to him. Dude, thank you so much. That was an amazing, amazing whip. And I really, uh, I really appreciate you getting it to me within three weeks to have it for Wicked. So thanks again. And, uh, uh, if you're if you are looking for a really fantastic whip, uh, you may want to uh, look him up on FetLife V I P E R underscore zero zero one. Okay, so um, we didn't talk about one more thing that's coming up that I want to plug out. You know, is on March twenty third. We're having an April Fool's party. It's a March April Fool's party, folks. So April Fools, <laughs> <laughs> and that's at the Princeton Club. Starting at 8 o'clock and running till 2 or whenever the hell we're done beating people. Um, so come on out. You can get your ticket at the door. It's not something you have to buy ahead of time. Uh, come on out and join us, and, and we're going to have a real good time. Mm-hmm. So um, do you want to run through how people can contact Yeah, yeah. You can contact us if you're interested in talking to us. Uh, feel free to send us a friend request right off the bat. We don't, we're not worried about uh, who you are, where you're from, but... You know, we'd love to hear from you either way. Feel free to friend us. I am uh, Barak, B-A-R-A-K. And I am Brat Sheba, B-R-A-T underscore S-H-E-B-A. Mm-hmm. And I am that on Twitter. Um, and I am that on uh, email as well, mm-hmm. on Google and, and Hotmail and all that other happy shit. So if you do the twatting, uh, you can call, you can contact us at uh, A-I-S underscore org. Mm-hmm. Um, you can email us at B-A-R-A-K. N S H E B A at AOL, Yahoo, Hotmail, Gmail, whatever. Uh-huh. Or you can look us up on our personal website. That is P A N P O L Y B D S M dot com. Or you can look us up at adventuresinsexuality.org. Or you can find us on Facebook at Brat underscore Sheba or at AIS underscore org. So, uh, thanks for listening to, uh, BSing with drunken BSing, drunken, dr- what drunken, huh? B- dr- <laughs> huh? what, what drunken BSing with Barrick and Sheba. And we've gone a lot longer than we normally do. So, <laughs> so, uh, we'll be back on the first Monday of next month on March 4th. Okay. I'm done. That's turned off.